Yo, what's up, guys? It's been a long time since I've just been right here, me, you, and Marty. It's It's been a while. Guys, what's up? I am Thomas Dopaziola, whatever you want to call me. This is Marty O'Neill, Jurassic Graphics. What's up, folks? How Let's, are you feeling today? Oh, I'm so excited to be back. Let's go. Yes, guys. This is the first solo episode in seven to eight weeks. Goddamn right. You're right. Trying to get out that monetization. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, we're trying this new thing to like, it's called like getting paid by YouTube. So, we're trying not to discuss crazy things right off the bat. All right. We're just going to ease into it. We're going to chill. We're trying our best. We're right? on a good non age restricted run right now. We are. We are age restricted. Pumbled. Yeah. Right there, too. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's <laughs> impossible. I can't do it. I know. Time. I know. But we're, we got, we just, we're trying. We're trying though. We're trying guys. our best. Yeah. I'm doing. I did a video last week with no cussing or smoking, and I'm shocked. I didn't cuss in any of the outtakes or anything. Mm. Talking about a dope as your video. Yeah, I did like yeah. 12 minutes without cussing. That's insane. All right, my jeans inside were like, <laughs> say something. Um. So yeah, here we are. Here we are, guys. It's been a while. I just wanted to start off by saying hi, thank you, shout out to every single person that has been hanging out with us. Just supporting, watching, chilling. Thank you, guys. Marty and I really appreciate it, guys. And let's get straight into this episode, okay? This episode is going to be a catch-up because we haven't seen you guys in so long. And the last time we talked about something, we had to cut it off because we went, oh, let's not talk about it. That's today. We're talking about that today, all right? This episode's about triumphs and tribulations is what Marty wanted to go for, all right? What's, what's been the wins? What's been the losses? Because you know here... On social media, on earth, people just like to show you their wins, all right? They like to show you only the cool stuff and look at my new car. They don't like to show you all the bullshit that went into it, all the work that went into it, and sometimes losses. People don't like to admit to losses. I lose shit all the time. I don't win situations all the time, but I will win in the end, so that's why I don't care. Here we go. Let's get into the first thing I want to talk about. We want to talk about the latest stretch of guests that we've had, Okay. I couldn't even tell you how long ago it was, Marty. But the la- the first guest we had in this long string of run uh, was Goblin. You guys have asked for Goblin's... Ev- this- in the comments of the Goblin video, you asked for when's the next Goblin episode. I get it. Nick is super good at storytelling. I, I get lost in his stories. That's why I watch him. He's a- I'm a fan of his. So straight off the bat, guys, thank you so much. That was our first introduction to Miller Lite. Also, that was what our first ad. perfect way to kick that shit off. All right. So thank you guys for making that first like impression to Miller Lite was like, who? How? Good job. Hell yeah. Yeah, they were stoked. All right. So thank you guys so much. Goblin will be back, but we're trying not to like drown you guys out. I don't want to just keep repeating guests back to back, even though he does great. I love the conversation. Not everybody wants to see the same guests all the time. So we'll space it out. He'll be back eventually. But uh, next guest after that was right after that was Adam. Adam Hill, I loved the episode, all right? For everyone out there that hasn't seen it, the Adam Hill episode was very, uh, it's like a rare moment that I get to talk to somebody else that's been through the same exact things I've been going through for a decade. He has been in the community step by step, every event, what's up, every event comes, any event I'm at, he's at, we're doing the same stuff, except he's the host. So it was such a good background. I didn't know Adam was Doing all that crazy shit as a young kid, dude. I don't know like, any of that. I had shit. no idea. And I know that dude. Like I know him well. So that was awesome. Uh the rapper beef was a little I didn't 
I didn't know what I was doing with that one. I didn't realize it was going to go so dark. You didn't realize you were walking through a landmine field of shit. I didn't know, guys. I'm very sorry. But that was a great episode. If you haven't watched it, you have three hours of fun ahead of you, all right? It was over three-hour episode. That was a fan favorite amongst all the monsters when oh, I did that post big yesterday. Time. Big time, dude. Adam was... He's just great talking camera. That's what he does for a living. So... It, it translates, you know? Mm. So uh, we had Goblin, Adam, and right after that was Trevor Wallace. Trevor Wallace, super funny dude. I, like I said on the show, as soon as we heard uh, that his name popped up on our booking agent, 100%, no questions asked, get him on here. He's a fun, this is a different realm for him. Mm. I could see, I was like, oh, I, I might get you too fucked up if you start smoking with us. So that's why we didn't smoke, and he told me later, he's like, nah, dude, I'll smoke at home. So... That's how that went. I gave him some some joints, but he's on tour. So everyone out there right now, Trevor Wallace is on tour right now. TrevorWallaceComedy.com, I believe it was. Go check him out, guys. I've been keeping up with his Instagram. Marty, he's selling out theaters. Oh, yeah. Theaters. That's it's inspiring. Really cool, man. Just to watch him off his little his clips and his little bits and his sketches and shit, take it this far. Yeah. <sighs> that shit is inspiring. It's, anybody willing to go up and go, hey, and start? Uh-huh. Like, hey, judge me. <laughs> like that, that's like you know you're brave you're brave and you love it that's the only way, way you can do it uh so yeah go check that out trevor wallace was a great episode right after that is one of my favorite episodes okay the dr drew episode was awesome i thought it was great it was one of my favorite talks i've never spoken to a doctor before just a golden valley medical welfare section eight healthcare center from Merced. Like that's the only place I've ever been. I've never talked to a doctor that went, Oh, you're successful. No, oh, you know what you're doing. Uh-huh. Like all my doctors are like, yo, I got my degree. That's the doctors I've been to. So, um, he was awesome for some reason. It didn't perform as well on YouTube as I thought it was going to do. I thought it was going to be like the, one of the biggest mm-hmm. viewed videos just based off of how great that man speaks and, what a great episode. Yeah. Oh, what a yeah. good episode. I fucking loved it. But anyway, anyway, if you haven't seen it, go watch the Dr. Drew episode. It was very informative. Like, I learned shit. <laughs> was, I loved about that, that it just shows that we could take like the whole other approach, the other end of the spectrum than we normally do is on the terms of like drugs. No or just smoking. The, yeah, the normal, like, normal kind of life conversation we have. This was the whole other side of it. And yeah. it just showed how versatile the show is. Everybody can come and have fun. Like, you don't have to be just, I get high, I should go to the show. Like, no, 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 your financial advisor, you don't even get high? Come on the show. Yeah. Are you interesting? Mm-hmm. That's our thing. Like, are you interesting? Yeah. Like, we'll make. We'll be the judge of that. Oh, is this motherfucker interesting enough for us to go, all right, let's set the day up. Let's have him come in. Mm-hmm. Or her, it doesn't matter. I'm saying like, we, we really research our guests before we say yes. For sure. That's all. But Dr. Drew, super hype. Couple mind blown moments in that episode too. Like just actually learning important shit. Like. Yeah, dude, he taught me more than I've ever learned in health class in one hour. Yeah, damn, our education system is trash. <laughs> so, um, Dr. Drew episode, go watch it. I thought it was unreal, super good. The next person right after that, oh, that was right after the Adam Twenty Two from No Jumper, guys. The, I was on No Jumper yesterday, all right? I went and did a guest spot on No Jumper. It comes out next week. The one thing he brought up during the interview when he was interviewing me was, hey, man, I, I like, uh, you know, I went through the, some of the comments on your guys' YouTube channel on my, I was just looking for sarcasm assholes. He's like, I'm just looking for the fun stuff. And he has almost not 99% of every comment, he's like, I read on that was positive. Mm-hmm. And he's like, 
I've never seen that online. <laughs> I go, I know, man. Our fans are a whole different crowd of people. Hey, you're an asshole. Smoke your weed over there. You don't have to mm-hmm. be over. You don't have to chill with us. Get the fuck out of here. So um, that was very awesome. I thought that was cool that he actually brought up. Like, I went through it. And, dude, no one's a dick. The same thing with Adam. Adam texts me the next day. He goes, mm-hmm. bro, nobody. Like, no. I went, he said he went on his Twitch live. Oh, Adam Ill, not yeah. Adam 22. Adam Ill went on his Twitch and said, we went to go search for dickhead comments, and I didn't find it. I, go, <laughs> I know. I didn't erase any either. It's just I left it. Unless someone's being, like, racist, horrible person, I won't erase your comment. If you don't yeah. like it, you can say that. Um, the comments are very well thought out, meaningful. That's It makes our jobs a lot easier trying to make things happen. Yes. When, like we always say, the fans are what we pitch, how awesome they are. That's it. I mean, dude, even Franklin was like, well, all right, I'll get on to that. But Adam22 was just, like, astonished that it was so good. But anyway, great interview. A lot of the comments were, I've never seen this side of Adam before. I'm like, yeah, he doesn't get interviewed often. I want to know more about this person. Mm-hmm. And uh, a, lot, a lot of people go, how are you a fan of No Jumper? You don't even know where he's from. You guys got to remember, if I just didn't ask the questions that I already knew, it would be a pretty short interview. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to ask Adam Hill, where did you grow up, man? Mm-hmm. For the audience. Yeah. They need to know. And I can just go, hey, Adam Hill, I know where you're from. Move yeah. on. Like, well, what? <laughs> Terrible interview. That's like yeah. a being on the inside joke and the camera is not in on mm-hmm. it. It's like, yeah, what's no, up, man? No, you're, you're framing, you're pointing them to give, to let the audience know I'm trying about to build their story. A story. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to build, like, I'm just trying. So that's why with Adam 22, just started opening up a little more, a little more, a little more, a little more. I just, I thought it was a great episode. Go watch the Adam 22 episode. Right after that, all right? All right, I mean, this is a catch-up episode. Right after that was the Franklin from GTA episode. Sean Fontino. Guys, I've been on streaming. I've live stream. I brought people brought up Grand Theft Auto. I'm like, yeah, uh, Sean Sully's a cool guy. You know how many people don't believe my stories, man? Like a lot of people think I'm just talking about random shit. It's like, yo, you've never been out of the house. You've never been chased by the cops. All right, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> but is it really unbelievable that a little 14 year old me selling sacks? Are you serious? Like, I know a lot of 14 year olds. Sell, not anymore, but mm-hmm. I knew a lot of 14 year old kids selling meth and coke and, like, yo, it's earth. Um, so when I brought up the solo thing, people were like, yeah, fucking right. You met Franklin from G. Like, all right, bro. If I'm going to make some shit up, I'll write a fucking non, I'll write a fucking sci fi book. Uh huh. Yeah, everything we ever talk about in here. Why would I? My biggest like fallback would be like I lied, ew, and then was caught lying. Oh no, no, thank you. That'll never fucking happen to me mm-hmm. because I will just tell the truth. Enough crazy shit happens. Yeah, enough crazy <laughs> things happen for me to go. No, no, some wild shit happened. <laughs> so um, that's why I love bringing him in. I'm like, no, he's a real person. Uh-huh. You guys thought I was lying? <laughs> he is on Instagram, bro. <laughs> so. Franklin from Grand Theft Auto, I'm going to say best episode yet. Let's go. I, from like, as a fan, watching our stuff. That was the best episode we have done on this channel. I, I To me, I was so lost in this man's mm-hmm. story, just listening like, whoa. And I'm imagining it. Like when he's like, every time I get out of the car, you just hear, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it was like watching Training Day for the first time all over again. Uh, damn. Like, the thing is, like when cinematic. I see that, I'm like, do you guys think that people are lying? Fools have automatic machine guns, like third world countries to guard fools walking in houses. All, And when he said, I'm like, 
oh, you were real. Mm-hmm. You guys were about it. And he's talking about the story. He told the story about his older brother was in prison with some dude that said, hey, I tried to kill your brother a few times, blah, blah, blah. I found it wasn't him. But, like, look at that. Things happen every day for nothing, just mistaken identity. Mm. Come on, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But anyway, if you guys want to have a great time, two hours of just an amazing storyteller. All right. Sean, Solo, Franklin, a great storyteller. We will 100% have him back. Can't wait to read that book. Um, that brings us up. All right. That's the last all those guests, and then the sto- the solo was here. All the guests, here we are today. Mm-hmm. What time are we at? Like, I'm say 14. Somewhere around there. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. That felt like a long time yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. Right? I felt like a long time. Um, so, yeah, that's what's been going on. Guys, thank you so much for being here. All right? Real quick, just thank you again. It just feels so odd that we haven't been here so long. It's weird to me, all right? It's weird, but it's like a in a good way. So, here we go, guys. I'm going to light this motherfucker up let's go this demonetization kush <laughs> whatever you want to call it <laughs> demonetized og here we go all right let's start uh, here we go this is going to be the tribe and tribulations the wins and losses the pros and cons of life episode so let's start off with the motherfucking triumph let's start off with the win marty are you ready Tell everybody what you did last the past two weeks. Go. We won't go into the bad shit yet. Uh-huh. We'll only stick to the good, good, yeah. good stuff. Didn't you see my notes? Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, okay. Yeah. I got it. Too good. Take yeah, it, yeah. Take it's it man. It's been a fucking roller coaster of past of a past month for real. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, we're we're really gonna get into it. But yeah, getting into the triumphs first. First, we're talking about another two Super Bowl commercials. In yeah, I didn't realize this was going to be a recurring thing. <laughs> right? Last year, Marty filled two Super Bowl commercials. This year, they were back to they played them back to back. I was like, Molly Cyrus, I'm like this is Marty shit. Yeah, go for it. So yeah, that involves when you when you film on these kind of productions. That involves it's like it's damn near like a GTA mission because you don't know where you're going to be or who you're working with up until like the night before. So, uh, yeah, I got the calls, you know, you got to go on like a strict COVID hold and go get tested the day before all this shit. But then it ended up being the Miley Cyrus and the, uh, yeah, Dolly Parton one. And then the dudes from scrubs, the, uh, Zach Braff and yeah, the two T-Mobile commercials. So that was just another huge week of experience under my belt. And it feels really good now because the team is really like, trust me now. More so than they last year, me. I was oh, kind of no. new. Marty, call him. Yeah. yeah, whereas they're doing things where I'm the only camera in certain instances now and pulling up the talent over to the side and doing interviews Wild. just BTS for the first times, like stopping the production, making sure I get a shot, the talent, doing a monologue, all that type of shit. So, so behind was, all this, yeah, this, yeah. this business that we're doing, Marty's doing a whole other thing. Yeah. So two Super Bowl commercials. I got on YouTube yesterday. I screenshotted it for you. Uh-huh. They had both of them on the very top. I was, it's fucking funny because I was passed out during the actual Super Bowl. I saw it like <laughs> through those texts and shit. I was so tired because it, it, man, the whole week because you got to be there. The call time on some of these shoots is like, all right, you got to be there at six in the morning. Santa and it's Carita like, yeah, yeah, it's like an hour and a half away or whatever. It's like, all right, well, we'll be there. <laughs> no problem. But in the background of all this, too, we had another cool thing going on, which was this Netflix show. Yes. That I got brought in on. But that In From the Cold. In From the Cold on Netflix that 
I've been working on the past month and it was, it, I mean, it charted in the top of the chart, Netflix charts in the globally. It was like an international show. It was number three in the world, like all week. The first week it came out last week. And then in the top 10 charts in like multiple countries, Russia, Poland, Spain, America. So it was a little background though. Yeah. Yeah. Shows about shows about a a Russian spy who's in America living as a housewife and then gets reactivated and blackmailed into being a spy. Oh fuck. I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh shit. That's got on some kill bill two type. Yeah. Yeah. It's got, it's like kill bill meets born identity meets like it's internet, you know, is it in English with subtitles or is it? Some of it. Okay. A lot of it takes place in Spain, Russia. But it was really cool because the dude that owned, that the creator of the show is a good friend of mine. Somebody that we've Adam? kind of, yeah, Adam, that we've been kind of talking about. The person that put me in position to film on Super Bowl commercials and shit. So, you know. How, I, and how'd you beat him? Interesting story. Through a mutual friend of mine. So I had a, a mutual friend of mine that was going through a really horrible time in life. Let's leave. Yeah, okay. We'll just leave it at I, that. Let's leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. A, but a very famous person getting canceled. If you could imagine somebody that. on top of the world and then <coughs> having a really, really tough go at it, it was that. But in the midst of him going through a bunch of really, you know, a really hard situation, he connected me with uh, Adam, who's a legit Hollywood showrunner. Yeah. Meaning he he runs shows. He's a writer director. Uh, he he creates shows. So he was looking to start a podcast for Anthony Anderson, the actor. Oh, this was through Adam and everything. Yeah. So there was a couple months there, right? The months before we started this, that I thought I was going to be producing a podcast for Anthony Anderson. Also, Anthony ended up taking like, I don't know if it's a late show or the late, late show he's doing. He's got some TV shows and stuff that he's doing now. We didn't end up doing it, but Adam was so impressed by how I pitched myself. I was up against a lot of people for that role. I was up against companies. And I went in there, just me. And, you know, if it was going to, if it were to have happened, I would have been the producer of it. And they talked to you for fucking months yeah, this went, about it. it was, I was in competition for months over the shit. And uh, he was so impressed by that. He put me on to not a sports show, which had, you know, was my first real commercial thing where I'm on set filming. There's, you know, a hundred person crew and we got real celebrities coming on and it's me one-on-one. There's a lot of trust there. And it was, I was. How big Shannon Sharp? Shannon Sharp is a, a Greek god. Giant? <laughs> yeah. Shannon Sharp was the only one that I was like, damn, this fool is fucking huge. But that was Paul Pierce. Wait, Travis Kelsey wasn't big? That was a different shoot. Travis Kelsey was big. It was big, right? Yeah, Travis Kelsey was big. Okay. So, uh, but, you know, the, we've talked about this before, but the Not A Sports Show really was my big push into like celebrity BTS filming behind the scenes and really being involved with the production crew. Yeah. And it was one of the biggest things ever in my career. And it it really established like how he was, uh, how uh, Sean was talking about um, DJ Pooh putting him in position. Exactly like that. Yeah. Like, okay, you're in position now. It's on you to go crush it. Yeah. Go fucking crush it. Or I mean, why would I bring you on? Yeah. And because I crushed it so hard on that, not a sports show, they started hiring me for more shit. So that's when I did after that, right after that, this is, Right as we're starting the podcast, we did the Anthony Anderson, Travis Kelsey, Super Bowl commercial, Gwen Stefani, Adam Levine, Blake Shelton commercial right in the same week. Mm -hmm. And then since then, I've been going and doing, you know, little things. We did the Microsoft commercial. I filmed a couple of pilots and stuff with them. 
But uh, coming into this week, yeah, it was huge. I was doing the Netflix thing, and that was like a, a literally a daily obligation for a full month, seven and days a week. Two Super Bowl commercials, and we yeah. filmed two podcasts. All kinds of episodes. Same fucking week. Yeah. So this past month has been a blur. Like when I say I was passed out sleeping during the Super Bowl, I really was. I get it. <laughs> that, that week for me was mm. fucked too. So, yeah. I mean, not in a bad way because everything's good, mm-hmm. but just filming on top of filming on top of filming and editing and editing and editing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it takes a toll. Yeah, and we had yeah some big Yola videos coming out and the Adventure Channel and all that. Like it's been a right up until yesterday. Yeah, t- today I was just like, damn, I finally am almost. I'm kind of caught up right now. <laughs> it was bad. It's been a fucking blur, guys. And uh, you know, that, I'll, I'll leave that at that because there's a lot of little there's mini a, stories little, in that triumph. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> all right. Well, triumph. Those are good. Super Bowl commercials. So uh, pretty fucking baller. Guys, let's get on to this next part. This is another triumph, except I'm going to take over this part. This is a win, but this is my win. You guys ready? I put it down. I'll just leave you with this. All right. <laughs> All right. Went to Las Vegas uh, for Champs. Champs is a convention. You guys have heard of like the High Times event where you go and you can buy weed and smoke weed and buy bong, blah, blah, blah. Champs is the convention in Las Vegas for wholesaler buyers only. So if you don't know what that means, like um, say I own a 7-Eleven, right? How do I get Pepsi? How do I get fucking Nerd Ropes? How do I get chips? I go to those companies online or whatever, pick it out, show them my business license wholesale number. Since I'm a store, I'm allowed to buy wholesale. Wholesale, I get it at half off what retail. Say I buy a soda, it's $3. I get it for $150 and I sell it to you. For three dollars, that's how the world works. Okay, so we went to the wholesale convention called Champs in Vegas, but it's for weed shit only. Imagine walking into a building. The building was an uh, was a like an eighth of a mile long, I believe. Damn. No, it was a quarter mile long or, or fourth of a mile long or some shit. I can't remember, but from the front and back, it was point eight miles or some shit. It was pretty ridiculous. Anyway. It's only weed shit. Oh, smoke shop. Smoke shop wholesale. Uh, guys that sell legal shrooms. Guys that sell legal spice. Dudes that sell Delta 8. CBD companies. So we had a booth, right? The first time I've ever had a booth that's not just like hundreds of people just chilling, taking pictures, trying to hang out. Like when I go to booths, do people like, yo, I follow this motherfucker. You want to smoke? I'm like, fuck yeah. With COVID, it's different. <laughs> but fools will walk up like, you want to take his dab? Take his fucking dab. It, the booths are dope because we sell push trees gear. It was sick. This time, I went for the dopest shop. It's the brand we started. I told you guys about the HHC. HHC is basically a weed substitute. You guys have heard of Delta 8. You guys have heard of that. This is the new version of that. It's called HHC, right? It's just not THC. That's it. It gets you high, all the same things, except it doesn't. Uh, it's legal. It's federally legal in all states. You could ship it. It's just like CBD. You could ship CBD. So we went there. Long explanation, but I'll tell you guys why. Long explanation. Our booth. You saw the booth, Marty. It had my fucking face on so it. So fucking sick. Me and April were like, damn, look at this fucking thing. It had the... Close up, super colorful. I didn't know what it looked like before I walked in. The brochures and shit. It was so nice. We were professional. Like the first time we've been professional about our booth. The whole background had my face holding up some shit with a big ass pen, smoke. (laughs) Yeah, 
So when you walk by, like, yo, that's a full I follow. His big ass face on the side of this booth. And then it was cool. It was dope. Anyway, we're there. Everything's going good. And one of our, our, our partners brings up a guy. I'm like, oh, nice to meet you, man. Turns out he's our banker. So when you sell things that are frowned upon, glass, uh, hemp products, Bank of America does not take your money. They will not let it happen. So you have to find a private bank that lets this work. We found a private bank, and they've been doing all of our transactions for us. We have to pay them per transaction, so on and so forth. The guy comes up, and he's like, yo, man, I love your videos, blah, blah, blah. Turns out he's one of our banker guys. A couple minutes later, the owner of the bank comes to our booth because he flew in to meet us. He's like, I'll go to Vegas. I need to meet these guys that are fucking crushing it anyway. The guy wanted to meet us because he watched our videos and went, oh, we, we got we to gotta meet the people that we're working with. And they're like, fuck it. We'll go From to Las Vegas. Bank? The owner. God damn. The owner. This is an actual tall, banker. The tall just a- man in the white, in the, in the blue suit. <laughs> Real cool guy. But I went, oh, my God. You came down to see my high ass? All right. I fucking love this. The other banker was like, yo, you know, everyone at the office loves your shit. We're at the, doing all our shit and we'll just throw it on. Like, Amazing. It's like podcast. Podcast is great. I'm like, oh my God, these guys are really watching our fucking content. All right, cool. Bankers are fucking loving our shit. So we did really good. All right. One of my partners, Hash House. I'm just going to say this story real quick. One of my partners from Hash House, we had to go talk to a distributor and he distributes on the whole East Coast, the biggest one. He distributes hundreds of thousands of units. We locked that in. We're fucking crushing. So, we have to meet the guy because he's flying in to the booth. Yes, guys, we were on, on some adult meeting shit. Like, no, there's a meeting. We don't even care about everybody walking around wholesale. That's great. We need the distributors. The distributors are the big guys, and then here's the wholesalers. Distributors are the fucking key holders. So, we go to the booth, and we have to, like, convince the guy, like, no, no, we have a big following. Because the thing that separates us from everyone else in the fucking whole building is that I have a following that I've been doing the weed shit for. And I have a brand under me. Everyone else is selling really good, but they don't have a brand. There's no name. There's no nothing behind it. So the incentive to buy from us is like, yo, I follow this fucking dude. These are going to sell like crazy. People come in all the time talking about this guy. So it works well. We're walking to the booth, and I'm with Hash House. We have to meet the guy. Remember, we have to convince this man. Turns out this was my friend Hash House's roommate when they were young. Hasn't seen the guy in eight years. Doesn't know what he's been doing. They used to make hash together as kids. Like 16, 18 year old kids making hash together. So ridiculous. So he walks up and goes, what the fuck? And he goes, wait, you're the motherfucker. You're the distributor buyer. He goes, are you fucking kidding me? And he goes, I I don't care. Lock it in. Right on the spot. Locked Mm. in. Everything. He's like, we're going to drop our big, I won't say the competitor name, the other biggest AJC brands. We're going to drop them anyway. Like, now you're our guy. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. What are the odds? <laughs> Childhood hash making would come into play and legal money. <laughs> so we locked that in. Locked in the biggest dude in the Midwest. Locked in the other biggest dude in the God, north, uh, uh, in the Pacific Northwest. Did you have to pitch to them? The same, I mean, they kind of walked in and it was done? The big what? guy, we were like, oh, we got to talk to mm. him. And it just happened to be Hash House, his old friend. And he's like, oh, my tattoos, his brother did. Oh. So, like, they know each other. All of his fucking body uh-huh. art is from the guy's brother. Like, they, they used to do shit together. I just thought it was the craziest story. Like, what are the fucking... And they're from Florida. This is Las Vegas. 
They haven't seen each other since they were kids. This is that good YouTube karma coming back. Finally. Right? Right? Like, finally, like, all the years of getting fucked with. Like, wait, I follow that guy. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Give me a, give me an order. Like, yeah. Because they're like, yo, we're selling everything, and it sells every day. Wouldn't it be better if we sold it from the guy we're watching? Yeah, it's like we're all yeah. selling uh, basketball sneakers, but this company's got fucking Steph Curry over here wearing their shit. Wearing the shit, and he owns it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, uh, kick it down. Uh, so... This is not the whole story. So as we're talking, going great, it's going on. As I'm talking to the banker, he lets me in on a little thing. He goes, man, I just want to let you know, man, we had to come meet you guys because, like, we never seen nothing like this happen. We never seen a company grow so fast. And that was a month and 12 days in. This is the triumph, all right? Without wholesale, we haven't done any wholesale yet. It's just retail from you guys. We're the fifth largest brand in America. Oh, I was just taking it in. <laughs> that shit scared me. Let's go. Number five of CBD, Delta 8, and HHC. All of those, no matter what it is, we're number five in America without the wholesale. And I found out their numbers were right behind them. Mm. We're right behind them monthly. And the thing is, that's their wholesale numbers too. Damn. And this is just our retail. We haven't even touched a wholesale sale yet. Mm-hmm. And you haven't even put out the dabs and shit yet, right? We just did. We just mm-hmm. just put out the, the concentrates. Mm. Yeah, the dopeshop.com. Check that shit out. I'm not going to go too hard. You, wait, yeah, it's legal. What's legal? You might as well be selling goddamn yeah. tomatoes or something. Yeah, it's, it's literally selling you clothes. Yeah. Dopeshop.com. Go check it out. It's fucking legal to your door. So um, does it ship? I get a million comments. Does, the, does it ship to Canada? Nope. USA only. All right. Canada uh, banned HAC. I think it'll fuck up their legal weed sales. Mm. It's really what's going on. Because uh, we got like 100,000 people last month trying to buy from Canada. Mm. God damn. Uh, just, nope, doesn't work, doesn't work, doesn't work. You know how many DMs I had to respond yeah. to? What the fuck? Like, uh-huh. oh, bro, I'm sorry. Your laws in your own country tells me no. Um, so that's the triumph, guys. Uh, we're the fifth largest company officially. That's insane. As of the third. As it should be. I mean, as of the third. so glad that that's happened. So stoked. It's happening. It's working. Oh, another good piece of information. Uh, the 405 this month. Probably another week. Uh, if you're on the 405 heading anywhere south from L.A., uh, look for this, this face. All right? Just got a billboard. All right? Let's go. Got a billboard. And it's going to be me <laughs> with a fucking pen. Oh. Uh. And in the smoke, it's going to say our website. Oh! Insane. Who the fuck would have thought? Yeah, I haven't put one in Merced now. Fuck it. Even though it's not going to help sales. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Uh-huh. Throw it in Merced. Moral victory. Yep. The moral victory. <laughs> um, so, yeah, guys. Uh, fifth largest company. I don't know. It's fucking amazing. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, oh, this will be out. We just dropped carts. Not pro- like cartridges that people love. Like once you screw on your own pen, we just mm. dropped them. They dropped tonight. Nice. So you could get the disposable pens or just the carts. Nice. Yeah. People been bugging and they're cheaper. So people uh-huh. really love that shit. Um, so yeah, that's the win. Sorry. Sorry. I know that took a long time. I'm, I'm very sorry. I'm just excited. This is some entrepreneurial fucking like chess you're doing right here. This is some high level shit you parlayed into. It's always so funny. Every time something crazy happens, I go, I look down, I'm like, I'm just wearing vans, and it's high. 
cool. As soon as they're like, you're the fifth largest company. I'm like, Look back at my face, just high as fuck on the billboard. Like, Did it my yes. way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I've been very lucky. Um, yeah, I think it's really funny. Or when I was on the phone with that billionaire motherfucker, if you see the story time, and I'm just like with a fucking joint. I'm talking to a billionaire about this company. This is insane. They see something. Like, not not the uh, one you told to suck your dick either, by the way, right? Not the one I told to fucking suck my dick. No, <laughs> no. He's a different guy. He's not a billionaire. He's a millionaire. Uh-uh. It's a big difference. <laughs> the B is the difference. Um, so, yeah, everything's going really good with the company. Thank you guys so much. Super fucking stoked. Are you ready? Are you ready? Here we go. We're going to get into the tribulations. Marty, you want to take it away? I'm still hurt over this shit. <laughs> I know, I'm still fucking hurt. Oh. I'm sorry. It's it's literally the worst thing that could possibly happen to you as a videographer besides getting also jumped. Besides like, yo, it's I also got jumped mm-hmm. after. That'd be the worst fucking thing ever. Take it away. Here's the tribulations, Marty. So the first, first thing, during this epic run that we've been on, all right, actually, after the Adam Hill episode. Yeah, right after. I was on fucking high alert because I was booked to go film The Rock the following the day. The fucking rock. I'm fucking slipping. I'm slipping. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so, so for everybody out there in the comments, when you went, you guys interviewing The Rock soon? No, I remember when someone, I think Adam said The Rock, uh, and I went, can we talk <laughs> no. about it? I was like, This nah, is what we're we referring to. The it. next day was Marty's shit. So he had a Super Bowl commercial come out for his new, for his company that, you know, the, that's what we're talking about. But this was like a unique situation because if you look at the commercial, it looks like a BTS shoot. They shot it as BTS, basically. So this was one of the first times that literally immediately after the Adam Mill episode ended, I got up and had went, took a video call in the back room. Mm-hmm. And I was on there for like an hour and a half because they were. It was the first time they were like, "All right, you're going to be one of the main camera angles." Not not only were they coaching me up on with a shot list and like, you're going to be one of the only people that's allowed in because COVID con- things was so high with the shoot. Normally they're high and intense in terms of rock now having to get tested and all the shit you have to wear and how you you know are on set and shit. But this was even stricter. To the point that I had to get tested the day before. And the night before, and the day before, and then the day of, right? Yeah, yeah. there would have been two. So we did the Adam Mill episode. I did the um, video call with them, and they're like getting me ready. They're like, yo, you got to make sure you're on your fucking shit, basically. There's really no room for like mess ups with this. You got to be really on point because him and his team are like, they're, they, you know, they need you to really be on point. Just kind of, you know. Pretty much saying The Rock is going to fuck you up if you fuck <laughs> no. his shot up. Like, <laughs> Yeah, just make sure you bring your A game is really what they were driving home. I was so fucking fired up. I remember. It was like uh, before a huge game or something. I'm ready for that. I'm Listen, I'm ready for that. You know, they're telling me that. I'm like, just say no more, man. I'm fucking on full stealth mode in there like a goddamn ninja. So I left here. It was late. I didn't get home till like 1130. Mm-hmm. And I had to be back out at like my call time was like, say... I don't know, eight or whatever. About midnight rolls around and I get an email. Sorry, you tested positive. Can't come tomorrow. 
and it just sunk my fucking soul because <laughs> I had taken a test earlier that day. And here I am with zero symptoms whatsoever, feeling like a savage, getting ready to go murder that next day. And they're like, it, you can't even test again. Because I'm like, it's got to be a fucking fluke. This fucking, the thing says right on it, it might not be accurate. Like, let me come test again. I don't have, and because I had been on hold for like a week. So I had been out in the garage. Yeah, he was quarantined from his whole family just in case. I was wearing a mask in my own house. <laughs> and the thing is, you weren't even a, positive. Well, I mean, my my result came back positive. Yeah, but then you had to test again for yeah. It was fucking negative. Yeah, and I've, the two before were negative. Yeah, I've had a slew of negative fucking results. That's it the only just, time I've ever tested positive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're so fucking careful with this. The fact that they went. Well, I mean, there's a slight line. But that was blah, blah, that's blah. that's just how high that's just how high the um I level of like security was. But if they just was. tested you and they just tested you again mm-hmm. and they're like, eh, for 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 luck, yeah. So that 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 hurt. Me. That hurt because I was like, fuck, man, that's so just be such a uh, such a notch on the belt. But something, something just turned off. Yeah, yeah. This um, I gotta. Um, I'll kick this back on. Oh, okay, okay. Um. That, that, that it's got some new settings on this new camera here. Um, anyway, so yeah, that was a major, major one because I didn't know how many if I was going to get called for any other Super Bowl commercials. This dirty motherfucker, don't call his ass back. Yeah, I didn't know if they were going to like. I was just so distraught. It was just fucking oh, like, man. as a videographer to get uh, like a name like that on your resume. I mean, granted, I was booked. It was done, set in stone. But just, I would have loved to want and make that connection and just get that under my belt. And nice to meet you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my kids would have been so fucking what excited. What the fuck? <laughs> um, that's not even the worst part. No, that was actually, that's child's play compared to the fucking real tribulations that went down here. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'll, I'll do the buffering. But elevator music for everyone at home. Marty's uh, press and play on the camera. I don't know elevator music. Um, I'm just gonna sing Kodak Black in Spanish. I know I saw that. Damn, he got shot just coming to the Super Bowl. Fuck. Um. Yeah. So while Marty's changing this camera, how you guys doing? Are you good? If you're at that stoplight. That sucks. I'm sorry. If you're in traffic, I'm fucking really sorry. If you're at school, keep it up, I guess. If you really want to do it, keep going. And if you're at work, at least you're getting fucking paid. All right? And for everyone else at home chilling, me me too. Just hanging out here, all right? So uh, we just got a brand new camera. Opened it up 30 minutes before we started this episode. That's why the camera, we didn't change the setting. Also, do you want to know why we have a new camera? Ready, go. Yeah, man. All right, so, yeah, we got a brand new fucking camera, and it's amazing, but I got to figure out the internal temperature settings here to get the shit to not overheat. Is this overheated? Yeah, but it's a setting. It's got a whole new menu system, so I don't get know to, it yet. Yeah, yeah, got you. But this is a major upgrade as far as cameras go. This is the big brother to the camera, I, my first camera that I bought two years ago, and a way better lens. We could do a, we should, probably should do a whole separate video on this, because... It's a big fucking difference in terms of what I'm able to actually cover now with this lens. So set the setting. Yeah, set the setting here. So on my last day of filming this week, it was the last day. It was for the Zach Braff 
uh, Donald Azon commercial, the T-Mobile commercial. We basically, they took over a whole neighborhood for the shoot. And I was with them the day before filming their rehearsal because it was like a musical. Um, so that was really cool because it was just me and them, basically. There was no other crew there. And they were doing choreography and they were actually singing in a recording studio. And I was like in there with them while they were singing the song that ended up being on the commercial. Sick. And then the next day, we were out on set, you know, and they took over a whole neighborhood uh, to film this. So that was a real neighborhood. It looked like a back lot, but they just took the whole shit over. So I... You know, I did this, uh, did the whole thing. It was uh, like a 12 hour day. Yeah. And then right after it, we had the System of a Down corn concert. Which we'll get into in a little bit. Yep. Which is where we, it, the venue was where I actually filmed not a sports show at Bank of California Stadium. Which is a little wild. Which was fucking cool. Uh, so I did this whole day. It was a really long day. And then, you know, I, I ended up walking to my car. There was a shuttle, but I was, ru- I was rushing, and I didn't want to wait for the shuttle, so I had all my shit, and I walked, like, I don't know, maybe a mile to the... And me, Rosie, and, and his wife, April, yeah. are already at the venue waiting for the show to start. Mm-hmm. He's the only one there, and he, we can't really go in until he gets there, because I have all the tickets. Yeah. So we're like, yo, Marty, if you could, yeah. as soon as Hustle you're up. done, hurry back. <laughs> you're also 45 minutes away from downtown. Yeah, I've been going, I've been up since, like... 445, 5 in the morning, get out there, do the shoot. Yeah. And then um, yeah, so then I'm hustling to the car. Now, I have my car with me and not my truck. I usually have the truck, but it's uh got some issues going, so I have my car with me. So I get to the parking lot where I'm in the crew parking lot. I have my three big bags with me. I put two of them in the trunk, and then I like change my clothes. I get on the phone with April and pull off and head downtown to the fucking corn concert. We go to the corn concert. It's fucking amazing. Awesome. One of the coolest things ever that, you know, to see Shavo out there like that was just crazy. Like, what a fucking performer. Went my first rock concert. Amazing. We do that. We get back home. And then I go to get my shit out of the trunk. It's like 1.30 in the morning. Open the trunk. Fucking heart drops. Because I realized my Pelican case isn't in the trunk. One of them. So I have two bags and a Pelican case. The Pelican case has my camera. Let's go over this. That's my camera, both my lenses, my other camera, my 360 camera, all my... I didn't know that. I didn't know that until today either. All my accessories and screws and cleaning gear, all my shit, probably like $8,000 worth of gear and the Pelican case itself. Now, uh, it's not in there. It's not in the trunk. So a million things run through my mind. Did somebody steal my shit at the concert? Did, like... A million thoughts run through my mind. But then I realize I didn't put it in the fucking trunk before I left for the concert. It's still in the parking lot. Because I You're went to... rushing. I was... Changing your clothes. Yeah, it's there was dark. A, it was fucking stupid. There was a mirror in the trunk. And I'm like, let me change my shirt. I'll put the shirt down on the mirror. Then I'll put the case on top of it. I was trying to avoid a fucking argument with April over this goddamn mirror. I'm, she's navigating to the fucking venue uh, I'm talking to her and I forgot to put my fucking case in the trunk. So now it's like two in the morning and I'm like freaking out because that's a loss that I just can't take right now. We're still in full remodel on the house. Basically we're in the middle of doing the uh, bathroom and then we like have the painters scheduled and shit. So like Ugh. I'm just not in a position to fucking take an $8,000 loss at the moment. And, uh, 
it just killed me. I, I didn't sleep at all. I just laid there thinking, damn, it's probably, I was Don't just. Say it. You drove back. Yeah. Well. You forgot to mention. Um, yeah. I mean, I laid there for a couple hours. I'm like, somebody picked it up. Somebody had to have picked this shit up. You're the fir- also, you're the first production person to leave. Yeah. So the whole team was like, yo, Marty, you left your shit? It was in a parking lot. It was a big public parking lot. But uh, I was probably the first one to leave because I was fucking hustling. And uh, so I was just like, somebody had to have gotten it. But I didn't sleep. 5 a.m. rolls around. Mind you, I had already been out there at 5 a.m. I had already let. And this is my third day in the week consecutively doing that shit. So I went back out there. It was like still dark out. Got out there. Not there. Just in what was just fucking like weird where my case was in this empty parking lot was like four to five black crows. Oh, that's right. You just told me that. fucking standing there, just looking at me and shit right where the case should have been. They ate it. <laughs> like the, yeah, they the, ate the it. Shit was like some demonic shit. Uh, so then I found like their little security. Nobody knew nothing. And then, yeah, I went through all the measures that you could, one could go through to try to find a lost fucking case. And the shit hasn't come, hasn't come back yet. So, uh, yeah, that should, that, that should just fucking crush my soul. That uh, was horrible. That's the biggest, I'm really super militant and organized and disciplined and all my shit. Ironically, yeah. earlier in the day, I was patting myself on the back. Like I never lost nothing in it's two, been two years. years. Never lost nothing. Never broke nothing. Never got robbed. Never nothing. All the shit I first bought is still here in perfect condition. <laughs> I was thinking that to myself earlier in the day. And then, uh, yeah, I went and just made, did that massive fuck up. And, uh, yeah, then um, you were like, don't worry about it. Don't kill yourself. We'll fucking figure this shit out. And, yeah, here we are with a massive fucking major upgrade. Brand new everything. Fuck it. <laughs> just like. It's like this. Someone gives you a pound of weed, a fire, because you just lost two pounds of weed. It's like, yo, thank you. Fuck yeah. Also, fuck. No matter how much I love this thing, these are someone has my shit yeah. out there. That's the worst thing. There's somebody rolling around with uh-huh. with like your whole setup. I'm assuming. I already, uh, one day it's going to, oh, shit. Hey, we have your shit. Sorry. I'm just assuming so. that that's what's going to happen. Oh, that'd be happen. so bomb. Yeah. In my mind, that's what's going to happen. That's what I said too. I'm like, no, nah, it'll pop up. It'll pop up. It'll pop up. But it's been a minute. It's been like a week and a half. It's like, oh, let's see. <laughs> Maybe they just loaded it up because there's such big production. They're like, no, just throw it in there. It's ours. And then they'll find it and go, this isn't even on the register. Who's mm-hmm. is this shit? And they see Dope's usual sticker. Bam. Yeah. Maybe. Could very well be. There's Maybe. a whole slew of shit that could have happened. Something could have I don't know. It's just so fucking uh, <laughs> sad. So that's what happened to Marty's camera, guys. It fucking died. And I was bitching like the night before, not bitching, but we were at the concert and I was telling Nikita like, yeah, it's time for an upgrade. Dude, you were literally telling our, my videographer, they were talking, he's like, yo, this is what I shoot with. Yeah, I think about an upgrade. I've two said that later, to everybody. I've been saying that for so long. Two hours later, you yeah. realize like, oh, I do need to upgrade. It was the worst drop stomach feeling mm. you could ever imagine. Might as well lost a kid. Shit just puts me out of commission in Super Bowl season because I was then put right back on hold. Didn't end up get, getting a booking for it, but like puts me out of commission, puts the podcast out of commission. Uh, we went and rented shit horrifying. for Franklin's episode. Yeah. We rented all the whole setup for Franklin's episode. Yeah. Because that happened right before. Yeah. But yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> All that happened. Glad we're past it. I'm glad yeah. we're past it. Yeah, it was we're, a stressful. It was month. a stressful past three weeks for sure. So that's what I said. The worst thing that can happen to a videographer is losing everything. That's what So happened. what stung even a little bit more is that I almost, on several occasions, almost bought AirTags. I didn't have an AirTag on my <sighs> shit. I had it in the fucking cart 10 times, and I'm like, oh, I'll just get it. I'll get one later. I don't need one. Ugh. So I loaded up on the fucking tech now. Like, Don't steal my shit, and basically. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that we're going to be able to have it covered by insurance, but it's just I'm definitely about to get a whole separate insurance for all my shit. Yeah, for sure. You need it. Um. What do we have, Marty? About 50. 50? Mm-hmm. We're doing a great job today. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to tighten these up a little bit. We're doing a good fucking job. Hey, what's up, guys? Taking a quick moment to talk about one of our longtime sponsors. This is Manscaped. So let me introduce something to you guys. This is the ultra premium collection from Manscaped. This is for head-to-toe grooming. Every single thing you can think about is in this package. So before I tell you what's in the package, like I always do, go to manscaped.com, www.manscaped.com forward slash YOLA. That's 20% off of this package. Anything else you buy, plus free shipping, you cannot get a better deal anywhere else for Manscaped. Use our code YOLA. So up first is the deodorant. And no, this is not for your balls. This is actually for your arms. The second thing is the hydrating body moisturizer if you guys are like me if you're any other dude yeah right now my knuckles are pretty ashy so the third thing and also i mean i guess you could use this on your balls too you probably should actually okay this is aloe vera and sea salt mixture this is the new body wash for manscaped and the free gift for this is a three pack of the manscaped lip balm all are made with the same ingredients vitamin e peppermint and eucalyptus oil so once again guys go to www.manscaped.com forward slash yola that's 20 percent off of all the shit i just talked about plus free shipping as always guys thank you so much for supporting the brands that support us back to the episode that shit hurt to fucking talk about i know that shit sucks so uh that's what happened with marty it's really fucking lame missed the rock missed his shit but we're back we're back it's a new week we're crushing it you're done with him from the cold you got more time yes we're gonna crush it all right this Fuck is this yeah. we're gonna do a good job uh, so on to the next part. This is my tribulations. I'll make it brief. <laughs> I'll make it real brief because fuck, the camera's so much better. Um, here we go. You guys, during the Goblin episode, me and him were talking, the recent Goblin episode, me and him were talking, and I'm like, yo, Snapchat's the only app that like just lets me do my thing. Doesn't fuck with me. I used to post 100 pounds on there. It didn't matter. But recently, the past year and shit, I haven't really been posting weed or nothing, just like what I'm doing. Maybe it's the HHC. I don't know what it was, even though it's legal, but Snapchat deleted me. All right. They deleted my original fucking Snapchat account. Just a little backstory on that Snapchat account. (laughs) It was number two, ranked number two in this entire state for retention because people like to watch it and they'll watch it over and over and over. So, number one is Kylie Jenner because she's famous. Number two was me. Fucking shocking. And number three is Cardi B because she's fucking famous. I'm I'm up against girls that show their body. I I did pretty good, all right? I'm doing pretty good for stuff that everyone wants to look at versus not everybody wants to see weed shit, but everyone wants to see, like, pretty girls. I did pretty good, all right, for just me. Fucking little me. Uh, I wasn't naked. I'll say that. Um, I got deleted. They deleted it. 
fucking deleted it. I it was like over two hundred fifty million views. Ugh. This shit is equally as devastating. Actually, it's got to be more because because my numbers monthly, I was getting like one to two million views a month, right? But my retention is ninety nine percent. Like they if people watch it ninety nine percent of the way. That's why my shit was ranked so high on that social blade shit. And uh, yeah, they took it away. But that sucks because my Snapchat is the only thing that keeps my other social medias alive when they get deleted. So if I get deleted on Instagram, I post on my Snapchat. So I have a huge fucking following on Snap. Go, hey, check out my new Instagram. Swipe up, follow it. And that's how I get 10,000 fucking followers in a couple minutes. That's how it works. But now Snapchat's gone. And then I lost my Instagram again. (laughs) And then at the same time, YouTube's going hard on my age restriction. So now it's like, yo, I'm, I'm invisible. <laughs> what do I do? So that's what happened to me. I thought it was a bummer because with uh, we just did a new drop for the Dopa shop of all the concentrates. And that it, the video got age restricted quick on YouTube. So the views were suck. Snapchat, I can't post about it. My new Snapchat is not getting one-tenth of my views. So... They got me. They got me good. But I'll be back, all right? I don't give a fuck. I will be back. I don't give a shit. Just want to let you guys know. Yeah, I don't have that Snapchat anymore. My new Snapchat. Marty, maybe we could pop it over the screen for everyone right here. Boom. This is my new Snapchat. For everyone out there, it's the dopest Yola. And I know it's really hard to be like, am I following the right account? Just go to my Instagram, click the link, and the new the always the only Snapchat I have is is in the link right there. That's the only way I can say it because the dopest Yola is the name, but somebody can make the same name with an extra A and you didn't notice and now they're just showing you buy packs. Like that's why people that's why I hate. Isn't that internet. why they deleted your shit? Because they I don't know. There's so many people doing that. I mean, I've had that Snapchat for seven years. So yeah. I don't I don't know. What? I used to show hell of packs on there. So now you want to fuck with me? I'm just like doing the podcast and like selling real legal HHC pens. Like, all right. Anyway, um, the other little piece, which is insignificant to the fucking camera, uh, is the dopest shop, our brand. Uh, the Instagram got deleted again for the fifth time. They keep taking us down, even though it's a legal company. Legal, fucking federally legal. That's like taking down my makeup page if I had one. What kind of bitch-ass shit is it to take it down and then put it back up again? Yeah, but it's, it's, it's been gone for like two weeks now. So we lost our page again for the fifth time. It just, it's just fucked up. It's like, damn, you really fucked with our sale, our drop. I think they're waiting for, oh, you're dropping, dropping a new drop? Gone. Oh, you're dropping a new drop? Oh, you're making a new video in YouTube? Restricted. I think that's what they're doing to me, but I don't give a fuck. Um, so, yeah, that's my tribulations that I'm working through right now. Uh, insignificant to losing the whole setup of Marty's camera. But also awesome because this new setup is badass. Yes. So, oh, I have another joint. You just roll a joint on camera? Oh, yeah. You're official. You're official now. <laughs> You're official. Are you ready? Um, so Marty touched on it earlier. Shout out to Shavo. All right. Shout out to Shavo from System of Down for having us out. I'm just going to touch on it a little more. Guys, I've, I love System of Down. I love corn. Go through all the Tanaya yearbooks. It's just alternating shirts every year. Me, just a little more brown because of summer, a little whiter because of winter. And just corn, System of Down, corn, System of Down shirts. Just, I love them. So, chilling with Shavo is really awesome. Like, yo, you're the bass player to my, one of my favorite bands of all time. Also, you're fucking cool. Just in general, Shavo's a cool motherfucker. He's a super nice dude. 
And uh, he told us, Marty, bring your wife. Thomas, bring Rosie. So sick. Let's go to the fucking show. I'll get you guys passes. I'm like, fuck yeah. So this is the night Marty lost his camera. April's, a, April's been April obsessed a with corn. Corn fanatic. Yeah, so his wife, April, was just like, yo, no way. Let's go. So I've been wanting to see them since I was a kid. So sixth grade. Fifth to sixth grade is when I was like, yo, System of a Down show would be so sick. Corn mm-hmm. would be so sick. And here I am in my early 30s, finally getting to go. And fucking child was like, yeah, you should come. Like, yeah. I went to the front. We got our passes. I'm like, dude, this is awesome. So the show's going on. Jonathan Dave's corn, all them come out. Fucking crushing. I'm going to be honest. If I closed my eyes, I couldn't tell if it was live or not. It was so good. It was, this voice is so fucking accurate. It sounded like the CD. Mm-hmm. Right? I was shocked. Full came out in a leather kilt. Like, yo, this is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So we're getting there. We're sitting there. We're watching the show. System of a Down comes on. It's fucking amazing. Marty's the only person in the entire row sitting and watching. Everybody else is like, what the fuck? This is Marty's first rock show ever. The lights were fucking tripping me out. It was They're so going amazing. to the music, yeah. So me and Marty just sitting there. Look at their lighting system. Yeah, look, it, it moves. We need that at the show. We're just trying our best to, what? Their lights move. Because their lights were unfucking real mm-hmm. There's shit that's shifting, casting light behind them. And I went, that's the look I'm it looking for. It was as much of the show as the music. How, yes. how much the lights were doing. They were going to the and music. The fucking fog insane, they had going. And just, it was very cool. Never see. I've been to a lot of rock shows. Coolest rock show I've ever been to. They really crushed it. And then when System of Down came on, I'm just sitting there like, uh-huh. little me. He's like, no way. Yeah. They come out. And I told Shava later, I'm like, yo, you look so happy and Seriously. stoked. That motherfucker he loves this. Never stopped moving the entire the time. The whole show. He's, everybody else moving around and stuff, but no. Nah. The full war dunks, and he's just on stage, fucking crushing it, jumping around, doing, just running around the stage. Like, dude, you could tell he's like, one of the last rock stars. Like, how many more? There's people? not many. There's not many left it's that are in action. It's, it's really fucking sad and weird to say. Like, there's no more rock bands. Like, there won't be a generation of kids that grew up no. on that type of shit. Like, nope. what was going on in that arena? Never again. Never again. And every one of those people in that fucking building. And next to us was just going, saying the same thing. Uh-huh. We were like, what the fuck? Because I was losing my shit seeing this like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. I remember sixth grade. Just, oh, man. These guys are so sick. And now it's like, yo, I'm finally fucking here. It was so cool to see you so excited. Oh, my God. April had a fucking epic meltdown right before. Because, because she, she was so excited. She was so fucking excited. And then it's like. It's, it's a really big venue, and you hard. had to, like, park. We all parked at different places, and it, we were kind of, like, flustered just trying to find each other in the first place. It was so hard, and I couldn't hear. And, like, she had to go back. You were already inside. She had to go back. They told her to, like, she had to put her purse in the car. So Four like, trips. Four back and forth trips. Yeah. It Bob ended up started. It, it was getting so stressful because it's like, oh, you're, oh, fuck, your vaccination card. Oh, you're, you left your license, and we ended up sprinting back and forth fucking four times with the car. Halfway through the fucking corn set, we ended up getting in. But then it was just like, the excitement was crazy. And I was, man, to see that many people together was weird. 
let alone just just everybody tapping into that shit that they grew up on together. Like that energy was crazy. Unless they do another show, they're not going to play another sh- like another tour. They're n- we're not going to see a System of a Down show until they do like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. What? Think nah. about it. They don't tour. That's the first tour they've done in like fifteen fucking years. Mm. Crazy. We saw some dope shit that night. Yeah. It was yeah. most so legendary rock song of all sick. time. Right? Like, yeah, like bro, it was just really fr- sorry, I'm sorry if we're boring you guys out there, but it was fucking awesome. I haven't been to a show in a very long time. The last rock show I went to mm-hmm. was Bleak Winnie Two Green Day when I was fucking thirteen. Mm. And that's really not a rock show. These, this is a fucking rock show. A show like that hits different now when you see fans connecting with the with the performers like that. It's like, wow, these are real. And this- can't we just give it up to the motherfucking camera guys? Mm-hmm. Whoever ran that show. Oh, my God. Beautiful. Crushed it. So fucking beautiful. It was unbelievable. The fades. They, they <laughs> knew what they were doing. Yeah. They knew. They was like, no, no, no. This is a movie. Yeah, yeah, play your music. Uh-huh. So let me fucking film it. That's how they were. That's how I felt like, who directs this? This is a live That's directing. all I could think about. I was just staring at like, <laughs> who's directing? Because they had a huge screen. I'm like, mm. someone's sitting back there from the NFL. Yeah. And just going, no, no, I'll take the live switch NFL. I do that uh-huh. for NFL. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he was crushing it so hard, dude. Everything they did. Anyway, sorry, keep going on and on and on about it. And then right after Marty's whole world crash. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right after that is when Marty realized. Little did we gone. know that in that moment, yeah, my shit was being taken. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. So the show was fucking awesome. Marty's first rock show. Mm-hmm. And it puts in perspective just people. When you see like 30,000 people at once. It was weird. Seen so many, many people fucking people in, in, in on the floor like that alone because mm-hmm. we were up to like in the stands more like in the section and then like the floor was just off sea of people. I was imagining everybody on their phones in the premiere watching the podcast. Like, <coughs> we fill up a stadium. Yeah, easy. Like the, the Franklin episode is like depending on which stadium, two stadiums worth of people right now. Just all sitting there enjoying that. Like, wow. Yeah. That's very cool to think about. Fuck yeah. I mean, people sit down and go, ah. yeah. <laughs> They know cool. all about you and shit. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So Marty's first show, my favorite show I've been to. Shout out to Shavo once again. Thank you for making that shit possible. That was fucking insane. Made a, made a sneak appearance in the latest YOLO video too. Yes. the la- Yeah. Bro, how random was that? We were outside looking at colors on cars and Shavo drives. <laughs> Is that Thomas Yellow? Just fucking fucking with me, but. Like, fanned you know, out what are the odds that <laughs> this man's driving by me right it was just funny so check out the adventures of yola channel a car we customized the whole thing sick um, ass fucking video so fucking sick it's a badass video go check that shit out how much time you filmed that over the course of like three months i probably put in like a hundred hours on this video with everything and waiting and doing this like 300 hours just mm-hmm. Realistically, yeah, but like <laughs> worth it, very worth it. Um, on to the next piece, Marty. We're over an hour, guys. I wanted to keep this like it's the catch up episode, all right? Like, the try, like, I didn't want to go, let's do three hours today, tell six stories. Like, we'll leave you guys wanting not more. That it's not, not today, yeah. not today. 
That's not what we today's got, We got to line up. We got to book some more guests. We got to figure out what these next stretch looks like. This is the catch your breath episode. Yes. This is the catch up. How you guys doing? Hey, wasn't that tight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. what this episode that's what is. Say. Wasn't that fucking crazy? <laughs> yeah, that's what this one is. Um, so quick, new, quick, some quick news for Push Trees. Me and Rosie have been doing Push Trees since 2013. <coughs> the end of 2013. So realistically, like a month into that. So 2014. Like going on seven, eight years, going on eight to nine years almost. We packed every order, touched every bag, sealed every single thing, printed every order, every, every email, every return, every fucking shipment, every 13 fucking hour packing day, every delay every from the delay, every day waiting on them to show up, and they never did. So they were like, like the episode of Seinfeld when Kramer makes the fucking. Uh, cable guy wait for days That's us Alright <laughs> So the reason I'm saying that Is Rosie and I Go hard We do everything We hired our first employee Alright We hired our very first employee Ever I haven't packed a package In almost two weeks Alright <laughs> I haven't touched a package In almost two fucking weeks and the other day, it came to realization as when I was sitting in the room filming with Nikita, a Dopaciola video, and they go, hey, I'm going to start working on the orders. And I went, oh, my God. By the time I'm done with the video, the orders are done? Because usually, like, you know, five hours filming. All right, let's go four hours of fucking packing orders. It's 12. <laughs> well, I got to edit for at least five hours. Now it's five in the morning. Oh, I got to film tomorrow at 12. Fuck! Like, there is no time. There's no time to do stuff when you have to do it all. So shout out to Jade. Uh, she is now our first employee ever. Super fucking awesome. She's crushing it, doing all emails. Ah, it's just so much easier to run life. Uh, super cool. On to the next. I love how you're putting uh, your friends in position right now. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jade is Ratchet Man's fiance. All right. She works at a law office and does all of their stuff and went, Hey, do you want to quit your job and work for us? <laughs> yeah, can I smoke backwards while I smoke? Backwards? Yeah, I smoke backwards. I walked out the other, the other of course. day. I saw Jane, she's smoking a fucking backwood and she was packing orders. <laughs> Wait, I love it. This is amazing. So if you smell backwards on your on the outside of your package, I'm sorry. We'll try to well, maybe I should probably not do that. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, I thought it was really great. Just walked out yep. and saw this. Went, yes! Because um, I was leaving in a no jumper yesterday. I'm like, thanks for doing the orders while I go do this interview. <laughs> Fucking amazing. That's how it should be. Oh really. my God, it freed up my life. It's not even freed up my life. I just got some time back. Mm-hmm. I'm always rushing. And then it's like, oh, the dope shop. Oh, that has to take five more hours of my day. Oh, fuck all this. Oh, shit. That's why the Adventures of the Yola channel is just dead. I didn't touch it for so long because I didn't have time. We got Super Smack J crushing the fucking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I hired. Okay, another first. I hired a social media manager. Never have I done that ever in life, ever. We answer every DM, do every comment, do every post, do everything. Even though it's not a lot, it's a lot to keep up with on the back end. There's hundreds, if not thousands, of DMs. So, Super Smack Bros. My homie Jay, you've seen him in hell of videos. Hired him. He's running Push Trees. He's running all the social media for us. He's running all the uh, Push Trees social media. He's running all the dopest shop, my, our HAC brand. He's running all that social media, the Snapchat, the Twitter, oh. the Instagrams, doing everything. I haven't had a fucking post in two weeks, in almost a month now, Jay. Push Trees, I wake up, I'm like, 
Because Jay is a fucking militant ex-army guy. He wakes up mm-hmm. five in the morning and shit. It's like on, ev- he's doing everything in the morning. It's dark out. And it's like, uh, I'm like, what? All the DMs are answered? Oh my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's crazy knowing like, while I'm filming, everything I would have to do after is being done by people I trust. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. people I know and trust. And it's amazing. So yeah, Jay, shout out to him. Shout out to Jade and Jay. And uh, for the past month or two, we've been, we, so what Marty do? He made a fucking thing for Rob Deerdeck. I'm like, no, nah, check this out. He made something else for somebody else. No, nah, check this out. Like, here's my resume. Boom. I'm making it to make it. I'm going to go. Like, that's how you get shit done. That's how you get shit done. Like, you know, I would love to work with uh, Chappelle. I don't know. Maybe put your fucking work in if you're an editor and go, yo, here's a five-minute reel I made of your past three stand-ups. And do that for some years, probably. Yeah, it's like, yo, I just, just want to show you if you guys ever need some help. I'm here. for I work. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. Boom. So we shout out to Cole, first off. Shout out to Cole from fucking Idaho. One of the states we always like, if you're like fucking Iowa, Idaho, and that sucks. I'm sorry. Shout out to Cole. He just sent Marty a reel of one of our episodes, right? Like a minute and a half of like chopped up, like bah, 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 very fun. Captioned. With captions, yeah. So Marty showed me, go, who did this? He's like, some guy Cole. So Cole, we started talking to him. He started doing a lot of our clips. A lot of the, the uh, vertical clips you see on our Instagram of just like highlight reel of the episode. That's all. We, we were like, yo, as soon as he got it, we were like, hire him right now. We had, yeah. we had hundreds of people write in. Yeah, a hell of people. Here's Only my resume. one person actually took the initiative to preemptively make some clips to be like, here, this is what it could look like. That's what I do. Just, uh, just, just rub. If you guys ever need help. here. As the area. hiring person, have, having been on both sides of that, that's the only way to do it. The only way to get it done. Unless we, we're like, yo, this feels so good. Let's just hit him up. But how often do we, are we? Rare. We're so busy. You just heard my schedule, right? Mm-hmm. You think I'm going to be scrolling on Instagram on photographers and videographers in Los Angeles? It's not going to happen. It takes so long to hire somebody to even alleviate oh all these problems that you're mentioning. And it's so hard to find a good, reliable person. And that's a fan. Yeah. He's but, a fan already. So that's he what watches. made it. That's what made me really want to bring him on. And then we gave him some time to, you know, see if we could rely on him a little bit. And then he's doing good. He's doing great. Mm-hmm. Like we're like, yo, you're a good editor. Fuck yeah. So Marty and I said, hey, come. Well, no, no. Cole said, I'm going to come out there for a week. Let's meet. Talk about some shit. So shout out to Cole. He was here all last week. Mm-hmm. Um, what an epic fucking trip for that kid. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool because he's a fan of all this shit. So like, I had him with Goblin. We came over and we went and did mushrooms. Cole fucking has a very high tolerance for mushrooms. Nice. <laughs> he ate them all, didn't feel shit. <coughs> I was just, I was like, I gotta go home. But I took a lot. But, uh-huh. uh, so this is what happened. Guys, I edit about 30. This is how a video goes. Ready? Say I make a review video on a Dizzy product. I, I film it with Nikita, takes with the B roll of close ups, five to 10 hours, which is a lot just to smoke some weed. Because any YouTuber can just go, that's just fire. Yeah, let's try this next one out. Boom, boom. 40 minutes, they're done. 10 fucking hour videos because that close up, now run it back. Run it back. Nope. Let's get the close up again. You got to set it up. Let the lazy Susan spin back. Let's come here. New light setup. New this. Oh, there's five flavors. Oh, times God. it by five. Everything I just did times it by five. So takes a while, about 10 hours. And then I get the edit. I take all my footage, put it in my pro, my primitive ass fucking program because I'm really bad at this. 
I line all the clips up. So here's my talking. Then I chop up all the close-ups, close-ups, and then I start putting them, the close-ups over the parts of me talking where I want it. I set up the entire video. That could take me anywhere from 6 to 15 hours, depending on how intricate that video is. 10 hours to shoot. Let's just say 10 hours to film, to edit. My part, just my part, edit. So I'm 20 hours deep, right? So here we go. I chop it all up. I leave some shit muted. So this is like the part that Marty's going to make all sick. I make a timestamp. Here, Marty, add the name. Here, add a cool montage. Here, add blah, 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 blah. I send out to Marty. And Marty takes fucking anywhere from three to eight hours sometimes on these videos, right? I mean, sometimes it's been longer, but... Let's yeah. just say if I did my good job, I cut it down for him just to hit montages, some overlays, some sick shit. I don't want Mario having to place and cut my voice. That would take forever. So um, that would take me about 10, 10 hours. Takes Marty. So each video is roughly 30 hours plus mm-hmm. if it's a review, like close-ups. Okay, so it takes a while. These are TV shows essentially at this point. So Ready? We hired Cole. He came down here and go, hey, how do you feel about taking over my Dope Azula videos? <laughs> so, starting with today, after this podcast, I'm going to film with Nikita. I'm filming a video. I'm going to give all that footage to Cole. It's the first time I'm ever letting somebody take over the whole thing. But he was here. He was sitting down with me. And I'm like, yo, let's fake edit. So I'm like, yo, let's watch a story, piece of the story time. He, all right, here's all the raw footage. Put it in my program, and I go, yeah, look. Look how much I'm talking to. Dude, some story times will be three hours because I'm sitting Such here a nightmare. talking going, yo, so what I'm talking about, Nikita, is one time, man. I tell 40-minute story and go, we've been rolling this whole time on. Fuck. Cut. Cut it out. Cut it out. So it takes a long time for me to go, oh, wait, this is not even part of the story. Shit. I, I rant. Even when it's just one person. Oh, well, it's just one person here. Mm-hmm. And um, so I showed him, like, this is why I cut that. This is why I cut that. You see this part? That's why I kept it. See this breath? That's why I cut that breath out. You see why I left that breath in? Is because I was closing my eyes. And it'd be a weird cut for me going, hey, what's up, guys? You know what I mean? Like, what? So what are you going to do? Hey, what's up, guys? Cut. And then this is gone. So I was showing him why I do everything. The attention to detail is psychotic. It's insane. I go so fucking detailed into every Mm -hmm. breath, every eyelash, every movement. That's what takes me so long because I want it to be perfect. So I'm showing him everything. And he's like, yeah, I get it. I'm like, all right. About two hours into everything, showing him, like, I think you could take over a whole edit for me. And in, in the, while I'm filming, I can go, so coming up next. Ah, oh, fuck that. Hey, Cole, real quick, cut that last part. I'm going to start over. Ready, go. Mm-hmm. So blah, 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 that's what I do for Marty sometimes. Now I can just do it and go, hey, Cole, this next part, overlay that sick B-roll onto me talking. Ready, go. So if you guys want to check this out, this is 38% THC, blah, 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 blah. And I'm trying to show him like how I would formulate my video. So now I'm going to hand over the whole edit to Cole. And he's so much faster. It's not going to take him 10 hours. and take him five, four. He's so much faster than me. It's like Marty taking over. And remember how I told you said, we got to clone Marty. I think we might have fucking found Marty's clone. All right. So here we go. I now have three extra days not editing. What am I going to do at home? Just going, oh, I'm not editing. What? Like, do I have a life now? No. I'm just going to film more. So now I'm going to film way more Adventures of Yola uh, videos. And I'm buying the PC today. I know I've been saying that for a week. Buying the PC today. I'm going to start streaming on Twitch twice a week. I have extra days now. Like, I can, mm-hmm. I now have to fill. Yeah. 
with fuck it, let's make more content. That's not, not just chill, like, oh, I have a free day. Fuck it, let's make more content. So hiring Cole, hiring Cole for the podcast, he's helping us out so much. Mm-hmm. Marty, yeah. I was sitting here typing, and Cole's like, yo, I just did all the Adam Hill clips. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no, it's amazing. It's amazing. Days. Oh, it's a fucking, well, the thing is, Marty could do all this. Marty also has three kids and a wife. If Marty didn't, it'd be okay. Fuck, it works for 15 hours a day. Who gives a shit? You can't do that when you have a responsibility so to be a family person, out. too. Yeah. I mean, you can't just be like, no, no, no. You watch the kids all fucking day. Yeah. I'm doing, I'm like, no, no, no. In real life, you had to get a babysitter at this point. Mm-hmm. So you can't just, like, April's my babysitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're married. <laughs> like, it can't be that way. So it helps how much yeah, no, we can have amazing. Cole just takes. And the thing is, Maybe one day he gets so good that you don't even have to edit our videos anymore. And we go, Marty, you don't have to edit my Dovajola videos anymore. Like, oh, my God, uh-huh. this is finally happening. And then what happens? Maybe we do two videos a week on this. Maybe, mm-hmm. we, maybe we start knocking out mm-hmm. two episodes a week. Exactly. It's mandatory. Goal. It's the only way to keep growing things. But what I love is that we're pulling, like, from within. Yeah. You know, the fact that Cole's an actual fan and that he's so... Yes. Like personally invested in it is everything. Yeah, and, dude, and like, he was very, very chill, very cool. Didn't creep me out. Didn't say anything dumb. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, this it, it's really normal easy guy. To be, it's easy to fucking work for us if you just oh, dude, like, crush it and you're just on the ball. You and, smoke weed while you do it, man. Yeah, like don't it'd be fu- the coolest job of do all it time. From home, yeah. I don't care. Just get me the shit. Yeah, uh-huh. and I'll pay you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, literally, like, so Cole's moving to LA. That's what we're trying to get to. Yeah. Right. Came out here while you he was here, started looking for apartments. We knew it was going to work. It's going to work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, shout out to Cole for the first member on our fucking team. Fuck yeah. We're, we added three members to our fucking staff, basically, for mm-hmm. push trees, two of them, yep. one one for Cole, and essentially taking a dope Zola over, too. So, guys, we're going to have so much more content. Yes. And this is the year of the vlog. I'm bringing the vlogs back, all mm-hmm. right? I'm going to start. Doing, the restrictions are getting lifted everywhere. Mass, you're not gonna have mass soon. I'm gonna be able to actually fucking talk to you guys outside again. It's really weird. Like, what's up, guys? Today we're in fucking Griffin Park. Like, ah, fuck. It's not the same. So that's where we're at today, guys. Uh, we're stepping shit up, right? Everything's moving really good. Upgrades, yeah, fuck yeah. Camera upgrade. I'm uh, so excited to get back out on my photography shit, my videography shit. Yeah, like it really is. This lens is bomb. Yeah. Um. I was chilling with Eric Kahn the other night mm-hmm. and his camera setup. I always told him, like, yo, you shit's so clean. Like, what do you use? And he showed me. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I yeah. thought it was like a $10,000 setup. Mm-hmm. It's a fairly not yeah. expensive setup and his shit is so clean because mm-hmm. like, I want to start vlogging more. And I, these just don't cut it for me. Yeah. They're great. They're great. I need to be able to hook up a mic. I want to be able to hook up my mic, yeah. do all the shit, autofocus, auto snap settings. Like, I need it. This one's great too, but it's not as hefty. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna get that set up so I can live stream from that. By the way, that camera, you can plug it yeah. in and live stream. That's, like, this I'm one too. That's, yeah. that's a fucking game changer. Say you're doing Twitch. Yeah, it's that quality. Exactly. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on YouTube Live. What's up, guys? Now today, v- v- macro. Mm. Oh shit. <laughs> so that's where we're at today, guys. Uh, this episode. We are, uh, how many times are going to come back? Last year was about branding, right? Mm-hmm. We say it so much and it works so yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this year is literally about expanding. Yeah. Delegating, 
to give you more time to go push forward and do new things. First time in my life. Yeah. I've ever had help. Yeah. Just like great example. Now you're out. You, no jumper shit. The be real shit. Yeah, and I had Omar film me when we were doing no yep. jumper as a vlog. I'm like, yo. Perfect. I don't have to do this. Yeah. And worry about all these things. Like, oh, my shit's dying. Hold up, guys. Hold up. Would you say Adam's Cameron. like, yeah, that's actually where we fuck the uh, porn stars. Oh, man. <laughs> I was on no jumper yesterday. We're, he started talking about something. And he, go, and he goes, like, you guys... For the, for the porn stuff? And he goes, yeah. Actually, that couch right there, I made like two pornos on it. And I look back, and Omar's like this <laughs> ratchet man's laying on him like this. And he sits up like, oh! You can probably hear it in the video when it comes out. Because everybody just started busting up. And I'm like, yo, you're, you're just a little hair laying in this. And he's like, don't worry, it's been disinfected. Uh, yeah. I, I, I know it has. <laughs> That's not the point. I think the point is that he's just sprawled out. First uh -huh. off, why are you sprawled out? Uh -huh. Like, we're at someone's show. <laughs> Chill, motherfucker. Um, yeah, it's like, oh, so uh, I was making fun of him, and then he's like, bro, I'm about to get in your car. I'm like, fuck. I completely <laughs> forgot about that shit. So I just stopped talking. Um, but yeah, so that went good. Oh, so uh, tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to be in B-Reel's B smoke box. Finally. You guys have been asking for how long? All right, how long? Be real, smoke box tomorrow. Did no jumper and then be real tomorrow. Pretty good week. That was a late, a late yep, horn. Yep, yep. Uh, that was a late one. It's been a minute. I gotta, I gotta relearn the fucking sound banks here. Yes. Yeah. So my uh, objective is to smoke it out more than anybody's ever fucking smoked it out in history. I want to hopefully have them go. I gotta be honest, but let's take a second and then we'll like start filming again. I want it. The camera can't focus. Yeah, I want it to be ridiculous. I might even bring a bong. Have it between my legs or my fucking giant joints. But like, no. Uh -huh. Smoke box. Yeah. Like, <laughs> smoke box, yeah, right? Like, what do you guys I might, mean? What the fuck? Yeah, I might roll some joints and give them to them and not let them know there's a lot of hash in it. Uh huh. Right? So they're hitting like, <gasps> like, oh yeah, by the way, there's so much hash rods in there. Keep up. Keep up. Keep up. That's what I want. Uh -huh. Like, in my head, you know, when you're a kid, you play play football. Like, I bet you one day I'm gonna be like catch over some guy, crack him, run in. All the cheerleaders gonna lift me up, and I'm be the cool. You know, that's what you think. Uh -huh. Like, smoke box. I hope everybody just like asleep. Uh huh. Yeah. And I was like, no way. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Those fools really fucking smoke. Uh -huh. I'm just saying, like that'd be the ultimate. Uh -huh. Like going on Johnny Carson, going. Yeah, Johnny Carson left and left the show to me. He said, I'm just too funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he told me to take his chair and his mic and fucking just run with it. Yeah. Um, what the fuck happened? What are we talking about? Oh, yeah, editing. So now we delegated everything. I have a lot more time. Marty has not any more time. We're still doing shit. But for me on the editing side, you guys, how many times you hear me? I'm fucking editing all day today. No, I'm about to be back in my groove, though. We were so nice for about fucking six months there. We're, you know, record Tuesday. Have it ready by the, before the weekend. Like, I think we're doing goal. better now. I think we're doing better now with doing those two episodes a day. I mean, mm -hmm. was, remember we did Trevor Wallace and right back Dr. Drew? That was great. Our lives were so much easier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was talking to Adam, 22, and he's like, no, bro, I'll fucking film four episodes in one day, three the next day, I'm done. Mm -hmm. like, you're fucking, that's so tight. <laughs> God, I wish I could do that. Like, what? Badass. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're doing, guys, the catch-up episode, okay? Yeah. Wins and losses. Don't be afraid to talk about the losses because that might help somebody else. I guarantee you there's a videographer okay. out there that just put an air tag in their box yes, because of what do. you said. 
Man, it I felt help. like I it went against my own fucking creed with that shit. Like, that's something I should have done. You're the most militant person I've ever seen with yourself. That's something I should have fucking did. Like, <laughs> Motherfucker, the air squeezers. Yeah. <laughs> you're pretty on it, man. Let's just say that. And your knife. Yeah, I already went. I know. I got a new one. Oh, you did? Okay. All right. You know, if you're a white man with a fucking straight build hat, you have a knife on your hip. And it's just a fact. As soon as you get the hat, it forms on your hip. I'm telling you, dude. It's true. Every dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fuck. My, my, mine's a safety thing. Mine's got the thing to fucking bust out the windshield. The yeah, you have the seatbelt. dope one. Yeah. You have the dope one, but I mean. I know. As I started realizing everything that was in my Pelican case. I know the 360 just, was in there. That's a, I know. I fucking, I was going to film some 360 shit today, and I'm like, oh, good. It was in the fucking case. You know what you should do? Buy it on the fucking podcast budget. Mm. Yeah. And just use it here. Yeah. You, Those, know, who, you know who's not going to care? Yeah, <laughs> the only other person uh, got like yeah, yeah. that's the beauty about this shit. It's so fucking nice. I know I've I'm aware of just so many people like that you know have podcasts or that are in this kind of business, and they have fucking epic meltdowns over little things. They have meltdowns. They get all pissed off and butthurt about shit. Anytime anything ever goes wrong, you're just like, all right, well, no, don't fucking trip out. It's I'm true. always ready to shoot myself in the head of shit. <laughs> no. like, all right. We're going to, it'll be okay. Because you can't fix it. Let's move on. Because that's what I've tried to learn. Like, mm -hmm. if you can't fix it, why are you going to sit there and be mad? Yeah. Yeah. It's not, that's teamwork. That's how to make, uh, that's longevity because. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to be fine. Yeah. I was watching a lot of uh, Letterman, Jay Leno, Conan. I was watching a lot of, I've been watching for months now, fucking. Norm McDonald compilations and then he fucking passed away and it was, it's so much worse watching it now it just pisses me off like are you mm -hmm. fucking kidding me this one yeah you gonna take this one this is yeah. some bullshit and uh, just watching him fucking ruin interviews is my favorite <laughs> thing oh uh -huh. my god because he was on my list to get he passed away Bob Saget was on our list to get talking to his people fucking Bob Saget passes away that, I mean both of those people I wanted to talk to both of them passed away. It would have been so amazing. So fucking met, funny. Bob Saget would have been like. That motherfucker's funny and dirty and yes. vulgar. And I love that shit. Um, so I'm watching them and I'm like, yo. I think I can do this. <laughs> I think I can be one of these men right here. Like, uh -huh. I always say, when I'm 36, I'll really grow up. Because that's the age that you are in the Twilight Zone. Mark something. Age oh, 36. Shit. Uh, -huh. uh, John, this age 36. And every time I watch my like, 36 seems to be an age where you have a briefcase and slick hair. Uh -huh. ah, look like dog show guy. Every time I've been, me and Rosie try to kill all the twilight zones from the ones from the fifties. We try to do them Damn. all or the sixties and it's hard. I'm not like, there's like 50 episodes mm -hmm. a season. So we're on like season like four. But anyway, age 36 <laughs> seems to be the number. And I always thought like 36, huh? It's going to be a good year. You're growing at 36. Yeah, I'm it's, a gr it's a good year. I'm finally starting to feel almost grown. 35, right? Yeah. Like You're almost Twilight circle. Zone age. You're getting there. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's what it is, man. Yeah. I, I, and my 20s, I always felt like I'd like put shit off to like, ah, like handle that when I'm fucking worry about that when I'm, you know, 35. Like I always kind of thought that too. Yeah. And it's not cool. You shouldn't do that. Never. Never. But, uh. 
the fuck was I talking about? We just started talking about the Twilight, Twilight Zone. <laughs> being 36 years old. Oh, I'm pretty sure I could be a late night talk show host. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. After I saw mm-hmm. David Letterman go, uh, uh, 77 times, I went, damn. I do that. I can do this He's show. Not even high as fuck. Yeah, yeah, I was like, but I'm fucked up. Maybe I won't smoke so much before these shows. I think there's going to be a day where I'm not smoking as much anymore. But when I smoke, I'm going hard. Like, there's going to be days where I wake up and we're coming to the studio. I'm already imagining all this. We're coming to the studio that our company that we're with has for us and they have mm-hmm. our shit ready to go and mm-hmm. we walk in and there's you don't touch a camera mm. you walk in put your shit I'm on. not all frantic and sweaty and shit no. by the time we start no yeah. Marty puts in like an hour and a half before every episode of setting up it's crazy and we're gonna walk in and I feel like that's gonna be the setting like alright we just walked in and walked out cool we made money during this episode mm-hmm. oh my god it's so crazy coming in here and going you got paid to to come in today. It's like a dream. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so that's basically, I fucking lost train of thought again. That's where I was thinking. I think mm-hmm. I can be a late night talk show host eventually when I stop saying, uh, 62 times. But I mean, of course you've really shown a lot of versatility with these different kind of guests and that too, that too. But I, I feel like, damn, it's so easy for talk shows to go. No, no, you want to be here. Mm-hmm. No, you, you can get anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you make all the shit that's hard for us. <laughs> yeah. Easy. If uh-huh. I can just walk in and walk out, I'll watch the behind the scenes of the Kirby Enthusiasm Seinfeld reunion episode. It's a big sentence I just said. And bro, Larry David walks in, uh-huh. sees the set built, sees all the camera people like, huh, change this. Don't like this. Change this part. And it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As an, a person on camera, you just walk in yeah. and don't have to worry about production, editing, oh, lighting, They've fucking been there the everything. Yeah. I, you know how easy my life would be if I got mm-hmm. to walk in here, sit down and start and go, hey, all the clips and everything is posted, correct? Uh-huh. All the guests are booked. All the, all the sponsors guests are. Guests and sponsors are ready to go. Yeah. Here's my list. <laughs> okay. Next week. Oh, next week? Oh, I love that guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's almost we're we're getting pretty close. Getting close it's but. just all that in between time is still just on the phone figuring shit out, locking people in, follow it's really eighty percent following up with people. I'm saying if we didn't have to have the stress of yeah, yeah. again, a lot of podcasters don't have the HHC company, two channels, mm-hmm. the clothing company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's like four other things I do mm-hmm. every day besides this shit. So I think it's like it would be so easy just to walk in and leave. And as I leave, I go, I am done. <laughs> like, can I say these? I am done. This is what you sign up for as an entrepreneur, though, folks. This is yeah. it. It's no, like- I'm saying how, how amazing when I saw like Jerry Seinfeld and them walking like, this looks just like this set. This is great. Can I get my script? Mm-hmm. Like, wow. <laughs> There's no stress in your life. Yeah. There's no stress. Oh, the. At that level, the, the situation's built around there not being any stress. Yes, because they need the performance from them. Yeah. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. What a stress-free environment. Mm-hmm. I'm just, when I watched that last night, like, you fucking kidding me, man? Mm-hmm. You know how I can have it? I, I can just walk in and go, What a G you feel done. like? Yeah. Yes. But we're not there. Mm-hmm. And I don't give a fuck. I'm still going to do everything else. I have five other jobs, but it's like, it's worth it. Yeah. I love doing it. But people can watch in real time now. You go up the levels of this shit. 
do we have an editor first time in life? Mm. Like Marty's our editor, but I'm the first editor. And if Marty took over our edits, oh my God, it would take it too so much. long. I did two of them when we first met. What was it, 25 like, hour edit on that one? Yeah, I was like, bro, I can't. This is like a fucking full-time thing. Full-time job. Yeah. And 24-hour edit is not like, okay, all of Tuesday. No, nah, motherfucker, we have other shit to do. It's like four hours a day, six hours that day, 10 hours that day, 24. <laughs> Fuck, man. Ugh. I'm, falling, I'm over here falling. I've, you know how many times I've done this? Uh-huh. And I'm just on fast forward and fucking lost my place. I hate it. But now, thank you, Cole, for helping. Um, so, yeah, that's what it is, guys. That's where we're at. It's going to be good. Um, what a rant talk late night talk show. Uh, it'll happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a rant. Also, if you guys really, really, really want to watch some, something awkward, just type in David Letterman, Robert De Niro interview. Oh my God. What happened? Why? Why doesn't Robert De Niro like David Letterman? We're having a conversation. Talk show host. He did this the whole time. Well, yeah, you know, didn't even look at the guy, but, uh, Oh my God! I'm I'm. Dustin Hoffman is with him in the interview, and Dustin Hoffman. Robert, he asked Dustin, Robert De Niro something. He goes, you know, blah, blah, blah. and Dustin Hoffman responds for Robert De Niro some of the times, mm. and it got so awkward that it was the joke was, so real talkative. Uh, like it got to the point of like, yo, are you at a fight? Uh-huh. <laughs> are you going to fucking fight him? Robert De Niro did not look like he wanted to be around David Letterman at all. So if you have any time, guys, it's three parts. I watched all of them. It's insane. It's so awkward. It made me think like, yo, you know how many shit I watched last night? I watched the round table actors. I love watching that shit. Mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese, Joe Pesci, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro at a table talking. Oh my fucking God. It was great. What else I watched? You know, Don Rickles, the comedian, the old, old yeah. asshole comedian. Uh-huh. It was super funny. He's, I think, passed away. He had a show called Dinner with Don. He'd sit right here, all old as fuck, at a nice restaurant, and interview. It was Scorsese and Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there talking shit. And Robert De Niro didn't like Don Rickles that much when they first met, so they're talking about it. Because he was in Casino. Mm-hmm. He was like the right-hand man in Casino, Don mm-hmm. Rickles. And just watching them interact with Don Rickles. If you guys don't know who he is, he's one of the funniest. He is what... Rick uh, uh, Jeff Ross just aspires to be one day like roasting the fuck out of people like that. Yeah, he's just that fucking funny. Back when racism was like, yo, that was hilarious. Well, it's also offensive, but it's yeah. funny. Back when that shit was like king. Uh-huh. I mean, he roasts motherfuckers. Watch him roast the shit of Richard Pryor. Oof, mm. oof, it's bad. Anyway, Don Rickles is sitting there with Zach Galifianakis, and he's like, oh, yeah, all right, guy, yo. Go watch dinner with Don. I'm ranting here, but I, watched, <laughs> I wish we could play this shit and I have us like three hours last night. It'd be the best the be able to react the videos. Like have you actually be able to show what you're watching? Dude, I would love that. Don Rickles so funny. Before I, before I stop one other piece of advice for you guys. If you want to watch anything on TV and just laugh, go on YouTube and type in James Brown drunk interview. It's one of my favorite things. I watch it periodically. I watch it when I want to just like, I got to get cooler, man. I need to be cooler. Not for real, guys. But like whenever I feel like, man, people just aren't the same anymore. It's James Brown live on TV, shit-faced. Lady's interviewing and she's like, you tell in an instant, she's like, oh, my God. She's interviewing about his divorce and like a domestic dispute. And he's just 
beating around the bush. We'll not talk about it. Uh-huh. Oh, I like love. And he's shit-faced. <laughs> and one part, he just starts singing one of his songs. Mm. He just starts singing. And then he start, and then the people are talking about a certain person, and he starts going, where you at? He starts screaming for the guy. Mm. But he's not there. Yeah. It was... I love it. Sorry, guys. I know I'm ranting at this point. Go watch. If you've got time, go watch Robert De Niro, David Letterman, awkward-ass interview with Dustin Hoffman. And then go watch James Brown drunk interview. It's one of my favorite things ever. Me and my Uncle John used to watch it a lot. Nice. It's really... It's You should watch it after. Uh-huh. It's absurd. And as soon as he talks about Jesus, it's sober. Mm. It goes right back to being James Brown. My grandpa, Tom, thought he was James Brown. That's why I love James Brown so much. My grandpa, Tom, the one I showed you, uh-huh. the... My grandpa a lot he he was, looks like a black person like he straight up looks like an old black man from like the sixties no big sure. fucking afro mm-hmm. wearing bell bottoms and the shirts and shit uh-huh. my grandpa then he danced his ass off he thought he was James Brown my grandpa would do the splits mm. at an old man age dancing Damn. doing the fucking the uh, shoe shuffle that goes all the way across uh-huh. that James Brown would do like my grandpa thought he was James Brown <laughs> um, but. Growing up, my mom, all her friends, like, your dad's black? I didn't know your dad was black. Like, no, nah, my grandma's just Mexican. He's just dark as shit. And like, okay, you know what? I can see what you're talking about. Okay, wait, is my grandpa black? There was times I asked my mom, like, is grandpa black? How come I'm not darker? Or how come I'm not black? Because I thought my grandpa was black when I was a kid because he had a fucking afro. You know what I'm saying? Like, he looked like a 70s dude. Like, he just looked like one of those bell-bottom guys. So I thought, like... Um, every time, so basically what I'm trying to say, I'm ranting here is, uh, James Brown's my grandpa. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say is James Brown's my biological grandfather. <laughs> my grandpa really thought he was James Brown, man. At my uncle, at my cousin Shane's wedding, he got drunk and danced his ass off so hard that it, it literally like woke everyone up and everybody stood up to watch my grandpa dance. It was pretty intense. It's not like he was really great at dancing. He just, that was his shit. So, uh. James Brown is my biological relative, okay? Um, maybe, you know what? I'm going to give you a picture, Marty, of the picture why I thought my grandpa was a black guy when I was a kid. And his best friend, Mr. Edwards, was a black dude from the South. So I'm like, oh, wow. I was like a three-year-old. I'm like, oh, my grandpa's black. And my best friend was black. So I'm like, oh, all right. Good oh, I didn't story. know. I, am I black? <laughs> I'm pretty light. But I was like, that's my grandpa, right? Uh-huh. Have, uh, so... As a kid, I was very confused. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, my best friend was, my first girlfriend was a black girl too. And uh, in a Mexican town, which is odd. Yeah, yeah, you had a lot of Not a of lot shit. of black people in Merced at all. And my other best friend, Justin, was a black kid too. Huh. huh. <laughs> Turns out, yeah, you're not black though. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. My grandpa was a Mexican dude. He's Spanish, uh-huh. but. Huh. He really loved James Brown. That's what I'm trying to say. My grandpa really loved James Brown. Okay? That's where we'll get at that. Uh-huh. Could you imagine a little me? Like, am, I, am I part black? Uh-huh. <laughs> nah, motherfucker. You're not. There was, there was a moment when I was probably like, I don't know, five. Well, your brother was black. Well, oh, before. But even before that, our neighbors were black. Like, and, uh, like my be- all-time best friend, like, all those kids next door and like the, the older sister would have like boyfriends come up and I'd see them like walking up from the bottom of the street and shit and they'd be so fucking cool and they'd have like pics in their hair and shit and I remember being like five trying to get a fucking pic to stay in my golden locks and shit <laughs> my mom's looking at me like stop I don't know about this 
your hair doesn't work yeah, that way. No, you're different. Yeah. Yeah, because my next door neighbors, remember I told you there was like 60 fucking grandkids and cousins mm-hmm. and all of them were from the, well, Mr. Edwards from the South. So he's real fucking Southern. And I guess it was mm-hmm. real. And he worked for GM. So all he did was like work on cars. I'm like, oh, hey. He couldn't uh-huh. understand words. But my whole, wow, I really grew up in a, a Mexican neighbor with the only black family in the whole entire town, essentially on that side. Huh. Fucking epiphany. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, little Preston and big Preston. That's my best friend growing up. I never thought about that. Wow, for growing up in a Mexican town, I didn't have any Mexican friends as kids. That's fucking weird. Weird. I didn't it didn't even click. Uh-huh. And my other best friend was white, Mikey, which just DM'd me on the podcast account That's a couple funny. months ago. I just saw this face and go, Why does that face look? I haven't seen him since we we're in ten. Mm-hmm. Fucking Mikey lived next door to me on Second Street, and he goes, "Yo, what's up, man? It's Mikey. You say you're doing good." I'm like, "Mikey, what, motherfucker? Uh-huh. Like, who is this? Like, I need to know. Is this Mikey from Second Street? Uh-huh. And it is. Holy <laughs> shit! Seeing people's faces like that is just That's so weird. weird. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen you since I was ten years old. Mm-hmm. You watched the show, yeah? Awesome. That's, that's fucking awesome. Awesome. Um, how fucking I've had a couple comments like, yo, is this Thomas from Merced? Like, yeah, who's this? You know, like, who is this person? Yeah. Uh remember the kid uh what do you bang mm-hmm. from third grade? Yeah. He was on the live yeah. chat yesterday during the no Franklin shit. episode. Yeah. Damn. I saw him pop up. Wow. I said I responded to him. That's legendary. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, the reason why I know what gangs are. <laughs> he just popped up like, bro, this is fucking crazy. He's on the show. Like, who is that? Oh, <gasps> This is the kid from the story time that changed my whole shape and life. Damn. Yeah. Fucking Adrian. Um, we, yeah. need, we need like a Mount Rushmore of story time characters at some For point. For real, huh? That'd be crazy. Just, just, yeah, kind of like an ode to all these people on the wall or some shit. That'd be sick. There's so many people in my life that shaped me in one way or another. Whether they did something so stupid, I went, oh, I cannot be like that guy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of those that shaped me like... As a four or five year old, like, ooh, he's an adult. Oh, that guy's a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. I remember being a little kid, like, no, get that guy away. And it turns out, like, they were fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I was right. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I thought it was really fucking wild that uh, he was on the live chat, like, what the fuck? Um, Rant City. Yeah, let's do it. That's how bad that one went. What are we at, like, 130 now? 145. Somewhere around there. I was trying to keep it closer. Rant City. Sorry, guys. This last whole half, I said, okay, keep it tight. <laughs> that second joint is what did it. I think that's what happened. Second joint got me. Um, anything else you want to add, Marty? I don't think so, man. This was just, it's been, it's been a fucking roller coaster, but it's an amazing roller coaster. I'm trying to play catch real. up right now with my brain. Mm-hmm. I've been so busy. I feel like that was just like the end of a chapter. We're about to start a whole new kind of chapter here, getting into like going towards the middle of the year. Oh, Adam 22 episode was the, our year anniversary. Yep. Crazy. Right. Year anniversary, guys. And the Miller Lite one was the year anniversary. So we haven't had a solo episode yet about mm-hmm. it. Sorry. Year anniversary was February 8th. Thank it's about you guys. to be real Miller Lite ish up in this motherfucker, too. Oh, right? yeah. We might, may or may not have fridge behind Marty. We'll see. Mm-hmm. A lit up blue Miller Lite. It's going to be so fucking sick. Yeah. We're going to turn that whole area into the Twitch section, I think. I think that's where it needs to that's be. That's next. Yeah. Come in here, do our shit, 
after uh, how cool it would have been like after the game, after the episode like frankly won't play Grand Theft Auto. <sighs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, you won't play GTA, motherfucker. I'm you. I'm you. Uh huh. <laughs> like, I, I would like, play with his character. Like, Adam Twenty Two's homie was back there chilling. Like just bam, they're just on it. But then we might just hear. Yeah, that's true. But it's gonna be fucking sick. Yeah, gonna be tight. Um. So yeah, guys, thank you so much for being here. Uh, this is the catch-up episode, the wins and losses, the ranting, the realization that my grandpa is, in fact, James Brown. All right? <laughs> Covered a lot of ground here Covered today. a lot of different topics today. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, cool. Thanks, guys, for being here. This is just a quick catch-up episode. Well, what time is it, Marty, in real life? Uh, let's see here. Almost three. I'm about to go film a fucking video at four. Mm-hmm. Um, this is good. This is this is great. Catch up. It's a nice. It's nice talking to you guys. Thanks for being here. Uh, it's been a long episode because I I kind of just spaced. That second <laughs> joint is what got me. I just started just fuck man. Sorry YouTube for fucking getting demonetized. Uh, all right. You, you good? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think I'm Thank good you too. I think I'm we good appreciate too. you. We're out here working. We're gonna we're gonna keep leveling up. You can watch this shit in action, and it won't stop, man. Thank you. Oh, Marty told me that he's gonna drop some music. We won't get too into it, but this, this is all hypothetical. We'll oh, hypothetical! This is all hypothetical. <laughs> that's the album cover. <laughs> this is all hypothetical. Yeah. Allegedly, that's uh, the song allegedly. coming up. Allegedly. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know, man. So I've just Who stole my camera. Yeah, it's yeah. all plays off of Tupac or Biggie and Tupac lyrics. Who stole it? Yeah, I was fucking ready to die. Yeah, yeah ready to die, <laughs> dear yeah. dear Robber. Nah, dear Robber. Let's just stop. stop. Let's stop. <laughs> blasphemy. Yeah, get out of here. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being here. As you said, blasphemy. I was doing this. <laughs> like so, Jesus. I'm like, yeah, it's uh, yeah. real plastic. Come on. Uh, oh, I cut my Invisalign off yesterday real quick before we go. All my <laughs> shit's gone. He's back. And I let the lady shave my front tooth. Before no jumper. Before no jumper. I went, is there any possibility of my tooth cracking? I didn't want to go. I have an important interview after this. <laughs> I don't want to go. Yeah. No, thank you guys for having <laughs> me on, man. This is sitting here like this the whole time. So, uh, yeah, I let her shave my tooth because it that or I had to do more Invisalign and move this front tooth up. They moved the fronts to move the backs. My teeth were completely straight. She even said, these are completely straight. I don't have to touch your fronts. Go, I know I'm here for grinding. Not here for my teeth, my straight ass teeth. I'm lucky, motherfucker. And then they moved them. Mm. So she had to shave it to make it even. And as she's doing, I'm just sitting there just trying to space. And you know that song? On all the dog commercials? Uh It was in my head for some reason Mm. while I'm looking up like, oh, do a good job, bitch. Oh, God. Do a good job. And then I left. The whole time I was rage driving up at 5 a.m. to get my, uh, I was delirious, rage driving to go try to find my fucking shit. I had... uh, System in my head, have you? It wouldn't. Oh, because ever the same since night. the concert, have you yeah, listened it's been to any of the stuck in my yet? head? It's been fucking stuck in my head since the concert. Play one album, just yeah. started from the beginning. Oh, wow, they really don't like the government. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, I don't know how MTV ever allowed System of a Down on there going fuck the government, basically, yeah. <laughs> but in a really poetic way. Uh, I think that's how they got away with it because mm-hmm. they were very anti. 
conf- anti-commercial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, got, I got that. They're yeah. so fucking good, dude. It was such a good show. Oh, my God. Fuck. All right, let's move on. Guys, thank you so much for being here. My fucking teeth are back to normal. Let's get it going. Uh, thank you for being here. We got new camera. Employees, help. Time to... to the merch is going to be back online, too. Oh, soon. yeah. We got, the, we got all the merch in the Dude, warehouse. That's right. fucking figure it out. That cluster fucking this fucking situation. We'll go for another hour and a half talking about yeah. this shit right now. Uh, let's just say, I wish we could clone our brain and go, no, work like this. Do like, act like I'm going to make fun of you if you do a bad job. And because you in my head, I'm going to. And it, it would really bother you if we did that. Act yeah. like that. Yeah, act like, <laughs> act like it's for you. Act yeah. like it's for you. That's what I'm going to start saying. Act like it's your business. Yeah. And make a better decision. Yeah, the merch has been a fucking nightmare to try fucking to Fucking nightmare, but it's all good. Thank you yeah. guys for supporting. We have it. It's in hand, finally. In hand. All right, so we will be figuring out that this week. I have three extra days. Mm-hmm. Today I'm filming a video and then sending off the footage to Cole. It's a monumental fucking day. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. I can't wait to go to the post office. Like, no, it's my, it's three Literally days. Literally mailing it to him overnight. Yeah. He's still in Idaho. He's going to move to LA. So we're going to yeah. overnight him the footage. Mm-hmm. It's about to be sick. <laughs> I'm excited. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Rant motherfucking city part two. Um, yeah, that's everything. Uh, do me a favor. Go to. No, we, no, no. We don't have the merch up. Just come here. Yeah, yeah, t- just, tell just a fucking friend. Tell yeah. a friend, yeah. Before you leave, do us a favor. It helps a lot. Leave a like on the video. Just, that's all we need. It really helps. Guys, thank you so much for being here. I'm sure another stretch of guests, I guess, are coming right after this episode. So we will see you soon. And the next solo we do is going to be a trial run on how I want to do the live shows. Mm. All right. I've had too much to do. That's why I didn't do it on this one. I'm like, dude, I don't have the time to plan that. So the next solo episode is going to be a trial run on how I would like to do live shows. Because live shows are coming before the summer. We're going to be on live's fucking stage before the summer, which is pretty fucking cool. Um, La Brea Improv is first. So just remember, if you want to see us live, we're going to announce that. Come to the fucking show. Please also like mushrooms. I'm going to see. I got to talk to a lawyer. But I had told Marty an idea. Please also like being inebriated. I'm not going to spike you, all right? This is a willingness thing. Let's just leave it at that. Guys, thank you so much for being here. This has been another episode of the Dope's Usual Podcast. If you're still in the fucking chat, thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Guys, leave a like on the video. Tell a motherfucking friend. If you're in the car, listen to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Have a dope ass day. We're back. It's weird. It's like we're on fucking timeout. Couldn't talk. I always feel like that. Like all the teachers in the room, man. And then the solo episodes, like, oh, we have a sub. We can say whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Yeah, That was fun. Thank you.